Howdy, soldiers! Today we're gonna to be talking about the Fox deal with Marvel. This is my voice for the entire thing, Rob. It better not be. This is my I entire voice. It better not be your voice for the whole thing. Welcome to the R&B-E. This is the show where I throw <laughs> water bottles onto the desk. I thought you like knocked over all that water. <laughs> Welcome to the show, wow. R&B-E. Someone hand me my water? Nope, no, no, don't hand him anything. <laughs> Do not hand him anything. I don't know this which is one it show even is. Right here, where Rob and I discuss sometimes topical stuff, sometimes evergreen topics. Depends on what we're in the mood to talk about for the week. And Rob, like the, the, when this episode goes up, it's already going to be late. We yeah. have theory crafted this. We have. we have discussed this. Yes, we, we have. We have had Dan on an episode and off of an episode. And yes. now it's true. It is official. The Fox deal has gone through. Yep. I'm ecstatic. Explain to our viewers what exactly the Fox deal is, Ben. Disney so, bought that shit. So Fox, just, so <laughs> for, let me give it a quick rundown, okay? So Fox decided uh, that they were going to try to push heavily into the news market. They wanted to have a bigger digital presence. They wanted to have a bigger news presence. They wanted to build their news arm, and Fox needed money. So instead of going out for investors, they said, hey, we have a movie studio over here, which is... If regardless of what people say, is still a successful movie studio. Um, depends. This makes money. I mean, it's, that's all it's that matters. It's not a failing studio. No. It, well, I yeah, mean, it's, it's not universal. That's what I mean. It's not, the... <laughs> they're not on their last leg. And they're not yeah. the greatest studio ever, but they're not on the last leg. They did pony up a good amount of money to sell it for, yeah. for all their properties. Anyway, so they decided they had this other sign. And so they decided that why don't we sell our movie arm to fund our news arm, to do everything we wanted to do with the news arm. That yeah. was the actual reasoning behind it. Because I saw a lot of like miscommunication. People were like, oh, Fox is selling it because they're tired of dealing with bad movies. No, their movies are a success. They have Deadpool and things yeah. like that. All they have to do mm -hmm. is just make good movies. That's, yeah, yeah, I mean. That's how you fix that problem. That's, you don't so, sell like, the Their movie studio is not <laughs> defunct. It's not a problematic <laughs> movie studio. Yeah. Um, so they put it up for sale to fund their news endeavors. Disney threw a bid in. Now, for months, we've been hearing Disney threw their bid in. Disney wants to buy the entire lineup of Fox Properties, Fox Movie Studios, all of that stuff. Um, and there was the question of, you knew the, the law behind it. What was the law? Antitrust law or something? Antitrust law. That Comcast is a cable provider. Well, no, no. no. Why, why, was, why was it even halted at the beginning at all? Because Disney was stopped by antitrust laws. Oh, because this they, before own, Comcast got they, uh, they own ABC Family. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the concern was by buying Fox, they would own too much they, they of would the own, movie yeah, and TV they'd own industry. An equal share of the TV and movie industry. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so that put a, like a stop on it for a little while. Uh, as it took its time getting approved, Comcast threw their bid in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then they had the same exact issue because Comcast was potentially going to break antitrust laws. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the thing. Like, like from what I understand, from what I've read, I, don't, I mean, it's Disney. So Disney was like, look, we, we can get past these regulation hurdles because, you know. We're Disney. We're Disney. So like, <laughs> but Comcast is not us. So right. Comcast is going to have a much harder time. And it really just came down to like the path of least resistance. It's easier to sign with Disney. Well, they also ponied up more company. money. Yeah, that's $71 billion. So $71 billion. Yeah. Disney's ponied up their deal. It was officially accepted. Disney officially came out with an official statement that said, we have bought Fox whatever, blah, blah, blah. That was what you linked. Like the yeah. whole thing. Mm -hmm. Disney yeah. themselves explained this whole thing went through. We have the company. Yeah. Oh, it was nice. nuts. Comcast showed up with $65 billion in their hat in their hand, and it still didn't work. Disney's like, we got 70, like, we're Disney, man. We, we own the world. So, like, here's $71 <laughs> billion. Dollars. Yeah. Are you going to fight yeah. with the mouse? Yeah, we, we, own, we, can, we can do everything. So, yeah. 
Yeah. So, so this- as of yesterday, I believe in the morning. Yeah. Funny. So let's start with that real quick. This is the best part. So Rob, as as you many of you know, uh, I, for the record, I a little tangent here. I love whenever we miss something because our real lives get in the way, such as the weekly poll this week. Yeah. And the response is, none of you have a passion. None of you want to do this anymore. You must be quitting. And it's like, or life happened. Like you, we, you know, you right. know what that reminds me of. It reminds me of a guy who gets turned down by a chick and suddenly he'll never find love for the rest yeah, of his life. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be alone forever. We got a tweet when I posted out like, hey guys, Tuesday hit, I've lost my voice. Sal was yeah. flying home. Tiffany had to go pick him up. Yeah. I didn't mention you in the tweet because we I ran out of room. to do. Right. Yeah. But I, for the last previous two weekly polls, you've been taking care of the house. And somebody responded with, none of you guys seem to have a passion for the show anymore. I watch all of your individual shows, no problem, but I don't know what's going on with your with your joint thing, so I you really should just give it up. Yeah, no, you don't know because we haven't told you. Right, That's and I'm why. just like, <laughs> at what point have we ever looked like we don't like doing this? Okay, right. and like admittedly though, I have given off the impression multiple times I'm just not interested in the weekly pool anymore. Wait, but you, but but you have got so much going on. Yeah, but that's well, also it's also because I go through a phase where like, because oh, yeah. you know, like I'll just get tired of everything. Yeah. And just be like, you know what, I just want to make videos. Rob just wants week. to take a month where he just rob it himself. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not even like that. Sometimes even with the RMBE, Rob will show up here and he's like, what's the topic? All right, well, I got to go at noon. Like, yeah, I got <laughs> to leave. Like, Rob, can yeah. you hang around until at least one? I'll, I'll try. I'll, yeah. like, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> I just want to go home and I want to yeah. be miserable playing Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> but I just find that funny. Whenever we have to skip something, the immediate assumption is not that life's in the way or other projects are in the way or things like that. It's yeah. they must not want to do this anymore. That's because we don't have anything going on but talking about coming. Apparently. Yeah, that's all <laughs> so anyway, have. so Rob, it was funny. So Rob's at his house that he's been working on and he hits me up midday and I assumed you'd already heard about this news and everything. I, yeah, I saw it trending for a little bit, but that was it. I didn't actually look into it. Yeah, you didn't know that it actually went through. You just yeah. thought it was more talks about it. That's what I thought, yeah. For so long. Yeah. So he hits me up and he's like, give me a hand with some measurements. I got to get some, t- like figure out where I'm putting stuff. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. I drive over there. And I, it was almost immediately I'm like, so what did you think about Fox's deal going through? Yeah. And Rob's like, what do you mean? It went through? Yeah, I was like, it's signed? <laughs> and I'm like, like, no, it's a done deal from what I understand. Yeah. Like I looked into it this morning, it said it was done. I haven't like done deep research, but as far as I know, done deal. Yeah, it's a Rob's like, finish. oh my God. Yeah, man, because we get the X-Men and the Fantastic Four <laughs> and Deadpool. I want, dude, I want to see Deadpool meet like Captain America. Where Captain America's like, okay, dude, like, like who the hell is this guy? It's like, I'm Deadpool, man. Like I want to, <laughs> I want to see them roll Deadpool over, and people are like, and they just give no explanation of how he's there. He's just there one day. Yeah. There's no yeah. origin story, no nothing. Okay. He's just so there. before we theorize how they're going to bring them back in, because we, yeah. we have to have new theories now, right? Yeah. What we do? Let, let's let's start with that. Right. Let's start with that right off the bat. Okay. The first big question that everyone's going to ask: Do you think we will get anything? I know they said they won't. But do you think we will get anything hinting at the X Men, the Deadpool, the Fantastic Four? Now, Fantastic Four is still. Aren't they still Sony? No, Fantastic Four was always Fox. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Do you think we'll get anything hinting, even like the Captain Marvel symbol, at any of them at the end of Infinity War 2? See, normally I would say, well, if we hear about reshoots, then the answer will be yes. But like, that, like, it's under lock and key. Yeah. Like, like nothing, it's a black hole. Like the whole Avengers 4 Disney thing, it's a, dude, it's, it's a, like there's NDAs on top of NDAs. I guarantee, Disney has made people sign NDAs saying if you reveal the facts, you, like, we will come after you and everyone you've ever met. Like, well, we'll we will destroy your life. So, so they, they don't say anything. Like, I, I, so, I already have an idea, a good way to thro- say we have it, and it's coming around, yeah. without saying anything. The end of the entire Infinity War 2, everyone, uh, you know, somebody, Nick Fierce like, well, it's the beginning of a new era, a new Avengers team, kind of like they did with the big end of the Age of yeah. Ultron. Yeah. Um, and then they just pan to the city, they pan around, and you just see them building the Baxter building. I'm just saying, that would, that would, <laughs> that would be, that'd be insane. You know? Panning, it pans around Baxter building, and maybe in the back, we see mm-hmm. Westchester. 
<laughs> you can see Westchester from the Baxter Building. You can, you can in the you can, MCU. You can see it from upstate New York. <laughs> hey, look at that place. 500 miles over there. That's where the X-Men are. <laughs> On a clear day. You can see it all. Yeah, no, I... I do you, do you, what do you think, Dan? Do you think they're going to mm. show you anything? I think if they do, it's going to be very, like, small things. Um, I think a great way to just show that Deadpool's a part of it is, like, during the credit roll. Deadpool just walks on and just puts Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool in the credits and then just walks off. <laughs> that would be awesome. Just, That'd be like, hilarious. Just randomly, he's in there and he's just like, "And I am here," and walks off. <laughs> or he'll like he'll like peek his head in, yeah, and just be like, "What is this?" and then just leave. I still like my original That's idea it. where he gets to the very ending of the entire credits and it just goes to him on a ca- on a chair and he's just like, "Shh." <laughs> <laughs> well, you remember Sal's pitch for the Fantastic Four for a post credit scene? No, what was that? Sal had the best pitch ever for a post credit scene for Fantastic Four. So Avengers 4 ends, you get the post credit scenes, and it's just like a guy typing on a keyboard, mm-hmm. just, just doing work and stuff in an office on a keyboard. And the camera starts to zoom out. And it's just like this, this like desk. Like you see this guy just typing at his desk. And then he just reaches over, and his arm stretches. He grabs something, brings oh! it back, and it cuts to black. That would be good. And I was like, that'd be the most beast thing ever. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, that's it. Like, you what, never see his What if face. they go all in? What if they decide to go all in? I don't think they will. I think no, no. Like, the end credit scene, here's an idea. We pan across a countryside. You pan to a, what appears to be a European country. You see a castle, and you just see the throne in doom. And he literally looks at him and goes, now they will know doom. You know, and you're just like, yeah. what? <laughs> or it's like, it's doom's time now. Yeah, it's or doom's like time that. has come. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't... I don't see them dropping huge bombs. Because, because it can go one of two ways. I know that Feige and them said that they want to explore space. Right. They want to go, was, they Because it has been stated that they sat down and realized, because before Disney had Star Wars and everything was fully in full swing, but Marvel, before Marvel was bought out and they were all one big company, but Marvel had come out and said, we have the Guardians, we have space stuff, why don't we have our own Star Wars? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what they've been gearing up for. But that was also before they got the X-Men and Fantastic Four. Right, so exactly. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. If I were, if I were a betting man, I would bet we would get an X-Men movie before we get Moon Knight <laughs> or Nova. <laughs> I could still see Nova being a I thing. Could, I could see Nova. Because Disney's but, pushing Nova hard on the Disney XD. I think they still are. Either that or, see, that's the other thing too, though. Like, people would wait. Like, I would wait for a whole other phase to see mm-hmm. the X-Men. Oh, to see I it, like, build up. Like, if they're like, okay, like, we're not doing anything X-Men and Fantasy Four related. Because to me, I would look at that and I'd say, okay, well, then they're taking their time. Because well, the last thing we want is something rushed out. They yeah. claim that the entire next phase would have nothing to do with the X-Men or Fantastic Four. That's what they, they said. It'll it. be like 10 years before we see him, which I'm, I'm not upset about. If we get like another four phases of movies and it's just it's everything but the Fantastic Four and X-Men, then I would be disappointed, but it, I would look at that and I would say, well, that's because they're probably trying to make sure they do it right. And trying to, trying to get Hugh Jackman to come back and play Wolverine. <laughs> but like, okay, okay let's, let's look at that idea for a minute then. I'm going to go to you, Dan, because we've been kind of talking about beyond you for a minute here. Okay. Do you think Disney would take a property like Deadpool and put it on ice for mm-hmm. 10 years? See, I, I don't think I they would. I know you have a lot to say, Rob. Give it a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't think talk, they yeah. would for the sake of how successful it is. But I think Disney's going to be in like an internal struggle of family friendly and Deadpool. No, th- that aside, because I mean, Deadpool's part of the X-Men. Do you think that they would actually just be like, we're not going to worry about that. We're going to put everything on ice for 10 years until we hit it. Have they set, like, I don't feel like... Uh... They've said it in passing, so what I understand, right, Rob? That, yeah. that they're just going to... Well, yeah, Foggy and them said that if they get the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, we're not going to see anything for 10 years. 
It'll be 10 years before we see anything about but it. But I have a feeling that that has more years. to do with what's currently planned yeah. uh-huh. as opposed to them actually getting the X-Men into Deadpools and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think Dan has a perfect answer. I think he's, he's, he's absolutely right. Like, I think Disney would not... Disney would be foolish to do that. With Deadpool being as popular... Okay, because yeah. one, you're talking about Deadpool being exceedingly popular right now in and of himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two, you're coming out of two movies, both of which have broken a billion dollars. Yeah. And three, Deadpool in the Marvel Cinematic Universe alongside Iron Man, Captain America. It's a recipe Spider-Man. for like... A, yeah, it's a recipe to just like... Just I mean, look money. how fast so, they changed everything to fit Spider-Man in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I mean, it was it would just it'd be it'd be just a money machine. It would rain at Disney yeah. with all the money they'd rake in from Deadpool. So I feel like if we were going to see anybody, we would see Deadpool and Wolverine. I think everybody else can wait. I think Cyclops, Xavier, the X Men, Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. they can just kind of sit on the back burner for a little while. But people are going to want to go see Deadpool because he's popular, yeah. and they yeah. want to see who's going to play Wolverine. That's yeah. what they want to see, and like how they compare to Hugh Jackman. I think that's what I mean, they want. Uh, it's, it's so interesting. Because I yeah. also don't think that Disney would pony up $71 billion to buy a, ju- a bunch of franchises. And just sit them on a back burner for 10 years. Yeah, and then throw yeah. them on a back burner for 10 years. Even if they were like, okay, so we're going to focus on aliens. Yeah. Which, by the way, guys, the alien queen is now a Disney princess. Yes, yeah, she is. She is. <laughs> oh, I want to see, oh like see her sing songs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's exactly it. little one. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's like this little high-pitched, beautiful voice from yeah, the little yeah, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. No, oh. I, I think you're right, because the, the problem with the, with the comic book movie scene is we don't know where it's going to be in 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it could very well be that if they say, we're going to put the X-Men and Fantastic Four on the back burner, and we're not going to do them for another 10 years, by the time they do them, nobody's really going to care. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the problem that you have. Well, we just moved on to the next trend. So Whatever that next um, trend happens to be. Yeah, whatever that trend happens to be. Yeah. I have no idea. So, I, I don't, I mean, honestly, I would say that if they, yeah, getting the Fantastic Four and the X-Men, I think it's too late now to kick off the next phase. With we Fantastic could skip the X-Men. next phase, because they have no movies in production. So. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. If they, don't have, if they don't have anything going right now, and they're just waiting, then maybe they'll just say, okay, X-Men and Fantastic Four, and just and jump into it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that would make the most sense, because it's what people want to see. It's what they're yeah. the most excited about. I think it's the way to keep the franchise alive. Because then you basically have X-Men, Fantastic Four over the course of the whole next phase. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you can start like, like Avengers versus X-Men. You can do any number of things. House oh of M. You can, I mean, there's, there's a zillion stories because they have like the totality of Marvel's lineup minus whatever Spider-Man property Sony owns and Incredible Hulk Universal. They've got everything else. Yeah. So you've got X-Factor, you've got X-Force, you've got Excalibur, you've got Alpha Flight, you've got like, like Factor 3. I mean, you've got like You can now do groups. Captain Marvel to Captain Marvel and Alpha Flight. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you can do it all. Like you, you've got a zillion teams that you can work with. I mean, you got Black Tom Cassidy now. You've got you've got Black, Black Tom, Cass- Tom. You got you got Black Tom Cassidy and Juggernaut. Don't kill I mean, Black Tom. I'm, I'm just, I like I like Black Tom. I like Black. The guy controls plants. He's he's doesn't have a really cool power, but he is pretty badass. I still find <laughs> it was hilarious in Deadpool too. It just is infatuation with Black Tom. Yeah. You killed Black Tom. You killed Black Tom. It was like yeah, we we did. Wasn't the Invisible Man Brad Pitt? Yeah. 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 It was Brad Pitt. Oh my God. It's just for a brief moment. <laughs> for a brief moment. Yeah. Oh God. That was amazing. But yeah, no, like I mean, there's there's I mean there's. With the X-Men and Fantastic Four combined with the Avengers, they can make movies for decades. Yeah. I mean, they can make movies for the next 50 to 100 years. Yes. I mean, there's, there's, it's insane the kind of stuff that they, can, that they can pull off now. So, I mean, God. Yeah, I would spend the whole next phase introducing them in. Okay, here's a question I have for you then. What? How would you introduce them in? X-Men. I was going to get to that in a minute. Yeah. That, that, we're going to have to have that whole discussion. Okay. okay. I, have, I, I mean, I have an easy, so I have a super simple way to do it. The Ultimate with, Universe with, one? No, not even the Ultimate Universe. Oh. That could work. That's what I would do. Yeah. You could do something. But I was just thinking, 
when the gauntlet comes back and they bring everyone back, because that's how it happens in the storyline, yeah. they also somehow merged the Ultimate Universe or something along with them. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would do that. I think they would, it would be a clean slate. I think everything that's happened in Fox from the X-Men, it, I think Deadpool would be the only hangover. No, no, they, they wouldn't keep anything from the X-Men timeline. Yeah. But they would have the snap. It would be like the snap also introduced a mutant gene. It also introduced the Fantastic Four who were coasting through the multiverse. Things like that. That's how I would do it. Yeah. Like, and you could start them over for where they should be for the MCU. They did it for Spider-Man. They're mm-hmm. not going to poach anything. Yeah. Thank Other God than maybe Deadpool, because he's the only one that could be like, oh, this is the timeline I'm in now. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah he can make jokes and just say, like, well, Disney bought me, so I guess it's not that bad. And just be a Disney princess in the beginning yeah. of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Disney owned me, so I'm a Disney princess now. <laughs> okay, that would be the best thing ever. Yeah, it would be if hilarious. If he literally comes out and he's like, I'm a Disney princess now, and just starts singing, and then it just cuts to something yeah, else. Yeah, and then it just starts the movie. I don't know. No, so, I think... Oh, oh sorry. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Well, I was going to ask about the... Because the Dark Phoenix is still... That's, that's what I was going to bring gonna I wanted to, what, are we, what about the current Fox properties? And what about things that aren't the D, like the movies, the, the Marvel movies? Things like Sound of Music, Aliens, things like that. So, mm. Yeah. Dark mm-hmm. Phoenix, when is that coming out? This year. Next year. They push it back to next year. Okay, because I was thinking uh, about when you said Avengers versus X-Men. And if like they included Dark Phoenix Saga as part of like the initial Marvel Cinematic Universe, that would give a reason for the Phoenix to potentially come back after doing a Nova storyline, something like that, yeah. and come back. And that could be a good way to integrate the two for an Avengers versus X-Men come out strong. They should do like Phoenix full-blown on the MCU. Yeah, Dude, that's, that's what I would do. Okay, so here's, here's how you make that work. So you say Days of Future Past is the only thing that's intact. Okay. And the mm-hmm. only thing that's intact from Days, or I guess from that whole thing, you have Bolivar Trask, who, who basically died at the end of the, well, no, he didn't die at the end of the whole thing. The whole point was he died and that started Days of Future Past. So, so he makes it to the end. And literally what you do is you say, okay, like, like when you do Origin of Mutants, which is basically the Ultimate Universe, Captain right. America dies in Avengers 4, and so now every country wants their own super soldier and they discover Logan and they discover the mutant gene and everybody gets mutant powers. So done. You do that in the first half of a movie. So, you go with the Weapon Plus origins Instead of Weapon X or Yeah, Weapon X yeah. or exactly. So every, every country has its own. And then you can, you can even do like Alpha Flight. You can do like Vindicator and Puck and all those guys if you wanted to. But, but no, what I would do is I would bring in Project Wide Awake. So, so kind of a sidetrack here. So in Marvel Comics, you have Project yeah, Wide Awake. Rob, we're so known for staying Yeah, on we're topic. so known for staying right. on okay. <laughs> okay, so originally you had Bolivar Trask. And Bolivar Trask was a guy who believed mutants were a threat. So Bolivar Trask went to Judge Chalmers and said, like form a commission that will determine mutants are a legitimate threat, which he did. It took five years. So Judge Chalmers takes that information, goes to Senator Robert Kelly, who's challenging the president for re-election. And uh, Senator Robert Kelly says, we have to find a way to stem the danger of mutants, whatever. And so the president gives in, and he forms Project Wide Awake, which was everyone. Like, it was Henry Peter Gyrick and, like, Valerie Cooper and the NSA and the CIA and the FBI and, like, state sheriff's office and shit. And it was basically designed to contain and control the mutant threat. And so with Project Wide Awake, that kicks off the whole thing with, you know, mutant, regu- mutant registration, so on and so forth. Anyway, what came out of that was the Sentinel Project of Bolivar Trask was given to Scott Lang. Scott Lang developed new Sentinels, kidnapped half the X-Men, the other half responded. They saved the day, flew back to Earth. Jean gets hit with cosmic rays. Phoenix Force is born. So, like, that's, that's literally what you do. Like, you grab that whole thing and just roll that over into the, into the MCU. You do it over several films. But like you roll it over the roll it over into the MCU. That way you get the Chris Claremont introduction to the Phoenix. You get it done organically, and then it's like, by the way, the Phoenix is like is really gonna fuck some shit up. Like, like things, are, things are gonna get really. Dude, really they should turn the Phoenix into really. a whole phase. Yeah, I would do yeah. an origin of the Phoenix Force. Yeah. Just use like the Excalibur story and just turn. That's what I'm saying. Like, like it should be the whole like do just like they did with Ultron, but do it right. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like literally, like like whoever is thinking about doing a Phoenix movie, go read like Excalibur 55 or whatever. It's, it's the origin of the Phoenix Force. Go read it and then make a movie out of that. Yeah. Modify it so yeah. it fits in the MCU, but just make a movie out of that. It deals with an alternate universe Sorcerer Supreme. So just use that alternate universe version of Doctor Strange. Like, I mean, there's it's, it's there's a zillion things that you can do. But yeah, no. Like, yeah, that's, see, that's what's so crazy, man, is because, I mean, God. Like, as a, okay, as an X-Men fan, like, as the X-Men fan, I mean, like, there's a million things that roll through my head. Because you've got Cable and Providence. You've got Asteroid M. You've got the Savage Land. You've got, dude, you've got so much that you, Jesus Christ. Dude. Savage Land, dude. You could make, I mean, with the success of Jurassic yeah. World, I see oh that being God. like, let's get that, uh, you know, that Disney-themed one. Yeah, it's <laughs> a jungle in, the, in Antarctica. Like, the Beyonders made it. Like, Iron like Man literally. in Jurassic World. Think about that for a minute. Yeah, man. I want to see Iron oh. Man fight dinosaurs. You, know, you know how badass it would be? Like, Wolverine ends up in the Terror's Land and fights a T-Rex. <laughs> like, that'd be so beast. <laughs> I would read the hell out of Why that. Why didn't Fox ever do that? Because they're dumb. Like, that's, like, dude, yeah. there's... All right, so Fox <sighs> owns this. That means they got a couple... They, there's more to it than the actual um, Marvel stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's more than just Marvel characters. Okay, yes. Yeah. So let's talk about some, some blatant, obvious ones. What do you think they're going to do with aliens? I think you hit the nail on the head before. That they're going to make him a Disney princess? No. That they're, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, that we're still going to get alien stuff, but they're not going to slap the Disney logo on the front. No. Yeah. Just, I think I think because there are Disney brands that are for R-rated films, so it mm, doesn't yeah. say Disney. Yeah. They exist. I forget what they're called. Um, one of them is hugely like, you're like, oh, I know that brand. That's Disney? Yeah. It's like oh. literally, do um, you know what it's called? You're, uh, are, they're not Tarantino movies, are they? I think those are under that that like label and things like that. Yeah. Like Disney's prepared for R-rated stuff. Like it's yeah. it's not a problem for them. Mm-hmm. So I I think they're not going to. Oh, gonna be not- Saw. That's what it is. Saw is yeah. yeah. Saw. That's from Twisted Pictures, which I think is owned by Disney. It's it's, it's a whole chain of it the way it works. Yes. Do you think that they're going to reboot Aliens though? Continue Aliens? Do you think oh. they're going to Disneyfy Aliens? That, this is your question. <laughs> Uh, God, yeah. Could you imagine Disney-fying aliens? Ripley comes out, the new Ripley. You know, I'm going to stomp me some aliens and squash some bugs. Start singing (laughs) songs, yeah. Just like breaking a song. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like they they could reboot it considering how long the series has gone. Our Twitch chat is stating Touchstone Pictures. Oh, Touchstone. That's Disney? Yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah. I'm not aware of that And if it's not Disney, then... Twitch is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Damn you, Twitch. Well, they have Google at their disposal. Yeah, right they have now, Google so at their disposal. They're probably fun. right. <laughs> yeah. uh. But I, I think Aliens could be rebooted. I think that would, like, because, I mean, how many how many different movies are in it now? Like, six? There's a bunch. Like, there's enough that it's got... What's well, Promethea a- now? Prometheus. It's, it's, it's oh, Prometheus. the one that just came out. Yeah, they've rolled into that series. Yeah, yeah. I think they should. I think they. But should it just reboot. rebooted though. With that, well, it didn't reboot. It prequelized or something, whatever yeah. you call it. it. It was trying to provide the story of the origin of the aliens, but it didn't really work. Mm-hmm. The like, second got, one was about. I like the Alien Covenant one. was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, 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 that was enjoyable. But no, I think you, I, I, I think they're gonna reboot it all. Because yeah. I, I mean, I there's so that. much in that lore right now that they could potentially just go okay. Let's just start fresh, keep kind of the same general idea, but this is our take on the series. Because then you also don't run the risk of failing at an Aliens movie and everyone going, well, Disney's ruining the series that we love. But they'll say that regardless. Yeah. Whether it's a success or failure. But like if it's a reboot, they at least go, oh, well, I mean, they tried to do their own thing as opposed to, well, they ruined a great franchise. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, people would complain about it no matter how it, yeah, how it turns I out. Mean, so, yeah, no. But but they also, I mean, they may not. They may just, they could just throw aliens in the back burner and be done with it. I mean, because think about it. Even if they even if they never make any more movies, you're talking about, like, Blu-rays and yeah. all the other mm-hmm. stuff that comes along with it. Any merchandise is still Just not remake sold. anything? Just not remake anything. You think they won't continue the current reboot series coming on? I could see them. I thought Alien Covenant did well. I thought I, it did I, do I don't well. remember. I don't remember if it did well or not, but Gary, I, mean, I enjoyed it. Did Alien Covenant do well? Okay, Gary shrugged his shoulders. Yeah, yeah Gary, Gary doesn't watch movies. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it, but just because I enjoyed it doesn't mean everybody else did. The um, Twitch chat is now disagreeing. They're saying it's Miramax, not Touchstone. <laughs> definitively, okay. we don't Twitch know. They, chat. <laughs> they own something. Yeah. <laughs> They're just saying names of movie studios, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, WB. No. They do not own WB. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have no idea. Like, I don't I don't know. Um, I mean, honestly, to me, if I'm being honest with you guys, I kind of don't really care what direction they go in with aliens. You don't. And yeah. I, I mean, I, know I, I, I do, like aliens, but. and if it never comes back, I don't think I would care. Yeah. But yeah. there's huge fans of the alien oh, franchise. So. But I've, I've got I've got Ridley Scott's Alien, and I've got John's Cam, uh, James Cameron's That's kind of how I feel with Alien. It. Like, I'm, I'm like, yeah. it was good. I liked it. If you keep making them, I'll keep watching them. Yeah. But at the same time... Now, if they I, if you never back, do it again, I could care less. Yeah, like, I'm not yeah. going to fight for another Aliens movie. Yeah, if they brought James Cameron back and said, like, we're bringing him back for the third installment of what Ridley Scott wanted to do. So you got Ridley Scott's Prometheus, Alien and Covenant. James Cameron does the third one. I'll go watch that. Because well, it gives I, regardless of who so. makes it, I'll go watch it in general. Yeah. Even if it just turns into a slasher flick, I'd go watch it and be like, well, that'll be forgettable in a week. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it'll just continue. I mean, there's no doubt that no matter what Disney does, people will, will look at it with a slanted eye and say, like, Disney... Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Next one, Sound of Music, and I bring that up because it's a humongous classic. It is. Yeah. Disney is known for remaking humongous classics. Do you think they're going to remake the Sound of Music? Absolutely. How, how could they not? It's Disney. Well, it's a no, musical. I'm, I'm saying yeah. like, how would they basically do the same film, but at this point, I think you could. It, in all or... honesty, let me ask you this question. I, I'll say it right up. I know it's a classic. I've never seen it. Have you ever seen Sound of Music? Oh yeah, I've seen it tons of times. Have you ever seen Sound of Music? Yeah. Gary's shaking his head behind the camera. So, uh, so me and Gary, the, okay, the guy that doesn't watch movies, though, is not <laughs> yeah. a no, great person is, to be on. Yeah, 50% percent of our current census base here <laughs> has not seen the sound of music. How many people here I mean, speak English? You don't speak English, do you? Yeah, no, he, doesn't, he doesn't speak English, but you speak English, and right. he speaks English. Okay, well, that doesn't count. <laughs> it does so, count. It no. counts. Okay. My no, entire, no, no. my entire, that's, do you not know how street polls work? You just go to the first 10 people, and that is how they get their numbers. Where you, when they go, then, when they go, size. nine out of ten doctors don't recommend it. Like, do recommend this toothpaste? It's because the tenth doctor didn't show up. <laughs> wow, he was stuck in traffic. Yeah, but no, I mean, I don't. Because they only did ten doctors. <laughs> I don't see them remaking it as a live action film. I see them turning it into like an animation. That's like what Pixar I was thing? thinking as well. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could see them doing that and not because I've noticed a lot of the ones where it's just a straight up remake where it is the same movie live action all of that stuff and it's just a new version of it it's it's usually not as good yeah because i I mean it also like opens up your eyes to things where you're like well that how did i let that pass when i was younger and watching this and like why did that make sense but like if it went animation i feel like that could be an interesting way to revive the movie. I can see that. And yeah. still make you want to go back and buy the original. Because if it's the same thing live action, watching the original is just going to be like, oh, so this is an older version of the movie I just watched. Yeah. Whereas if you make it an animation, people go, 
Oh, so this is where it came from. This is like the original base of The Sound of Music. I can see this that. is the new version of it, and I can enjoy both in their own way. Yeah. Well, plus, like, animation also gives them the ability to do things that effects at the time couldn't. Yeah. So, like, when you have the scene where she's on the hill, and she's like, the hills are alive. Well, then Disney starts bringing in butterflies and all that right. shit. Right. <laughs> you know, the and, flowers and, yeah. explode the flowers and Bambi, Bambi comes riding yeah. out. Hello! But no, I mean, like, like oh, yeah, shit. like the environment starts singing along with her. And if you're, if you're like a, a seven-year-old girl and you go see The Sound of Music yeah. and it's a Disney animated movie and the whole damn world is singing on the hilltop alongside her, mm-hmm. oh, this is like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just like, oh, my God. Let like, it I'm, go, Rob. Let it go. Yeah. Oh, dude, I would go see it. I would be like, the hills are alive. Like I, I would, I would sing the, I'd sing the hell out of that song. This is how you do the hills are alive? <laughs> it's, the, it's the jazz. You're the jazz like a jazz room. guy? <laughs> the hills are alive. Yes, they are. So. I got this. Yeah. Oh, look. Bacon there's the Germans. <laughs> that's a really good point, though, because a lot of the songs in The Sound of Music are very good for kids. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, they're very yeah. catchy. They're very, like, easy to sing. Well, they're like, quick, too. I wouldn't too. know. Yeah. They're, they're, like, they're like two, three-minute songs. I so. just, the only weird thing that, for some reason, is weird in my head is animation Nazis. For some reason, that I looks no, weird in my head. I guarantee you, if they rebooted it, it would either be, like, classically portrayed zom- uh, zombies, Nazis. <laughs> Uh, or Nazis, like, so like, where they're blatantly, obviously evil, or no. they would just drop the Nazis entirely and put it to like a more modern day. They would update yeah. it. No, no, no. For reasons we won't speak of here, Disney will not put that in the movie. That was, so, that's, that's why I'm saying they, they will, I see they will them just updating be, it and making it just else. something else that yeah. you could be like, well, I can see what they were. Trump but supporters. Now, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, no, I agree. I agree. Like, I don't think they would do that, yeah. or they would make them so cartoony. So classically, like yeah. the villain bad guy kind yeah. of a thing. Twisty mustache. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get twist- your little girl. <laughs> no, that's the thing. If you go back and you watch, because Disney usually has, even if they kind of twist it and adjust it, there's some measure of historical accuracy insofar as the groups involved. Mm. What the groups actually did are usually wildly historically inaccurate. Yeah. But like when you go back and you look at Mulan, it was literally the Huns. Oh yeah. And and yeah. yeah so I mean, you go back and you look at Pocahontas, and it's Western settlers. So like you you I mean, there's you, you go and look at all those different things, and and there has to be like a general enemy. It's like the Western settlers were evil people, you know, and mm-hmm. the guys, the the head guy was mean, and and John Smith, you know, and and there really isn't a lot of historical accuracy there, but. There usually is something in terms of like this group was legitimate, like they legitimately existed. So yeah. it's not like Pocahontas took place with like Martians. And so what, like what you would literally see is you would see like you would you would see the sound of music. That's why I say it'd be it'd be a mixed bag because if they maintain that theme, there would be a historical. The only way they could change that is if the sound of music revolves around a singular person, like mm-hmm. one bad guy in particular, as opposed to like the entire like the you know like World War II esque situation. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, it'd be like Disney making Schindler's List. I don't know how you do that. Without, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't know how you do it without getting around Nazis. So, well, luckily, with- <laughs> I, I say they would update it. I yeah. say they make it more modern and like instead of Nazis, it would be like some problematic thing. Uh, well, just to ruin your childhood, real quick. Do you know oh. what the true story of Pocahontas is? No, I don't want to know. You want to know what the real story of Pocahontas is and I can ruin your childhood? Yeah, she married Walter Raleigh and then died, I think. No, she was like 12 when she married yeah. like uh, the English settlers and they moved her to England where she just died like forever, like with no hopes or dreams or nothing. Yeah, I, I thought she married Sir Walter I, Raleigh, I, didn't she? It was, yeah. it was some crazy thing like that, though, because I remember like seeing the real story and I'm like, holy shit, Disney just like totally Disney-fied that the way well, up. Yeah. Did, okay, like like a lot of those stories. Like, oh, like, yeah. Dude, Little Mermaid would make kids cry if they showed the actual well, look, version. Well, Little, Mermaid, yeah. Little Mermaid had, um, 
I think they cut off her legs or something. No, like no, no. They split her the fins. Grimm fairy yeah. tale. Yeah. Uh, Grimm's fairy tales are just. Oh yeah, they're dark. I mean, they're grimistic. Yeah, it's in the name. Yeah, like, Hansel and Gretel okay. get eaten at the end of that story. All right, so like, yeah, well, I mean, I agree. They would either they'd either classically put in the Nazis, but they would do it with very, very carefully. Yeah. Or they would just update the story. As well, well, or, or they would just make up villains. That's why animation and CGI works. It's yeah. a different take. Well, you you saw Sound of Music. If I remember right, the Nazis. I mean, obviously, they were the bad guys. But um, if I remember correctly, they never did anything that was like overly holy. Like what? That, yeah, no. It, it was always like just the they were clearly the bad guys in the movie. Well, yeah. it's, a, it's a World War II picture piece or a World War II era piece. Yeah. yeah. So no, it, yeah, it takes place during that point in time. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, either they would have to be like an allusion to it to those guys over there. Yeah. Or Disney would have to talk about it. Yeah. And if I'm Disney, I'm not showing Nazi, you know, yeah. uh, like Nazi, you know, illustrations on my on my movies. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. I mean, they could easily replace Nazis with just like the Italians, or you know, just. Mussolini's guys. Russians. I don't, I don't, know. I don't Russians, think they would do that. Okay, yeah, so the next one though that they got. Yeah. Simpsons. Oh. What do you think they're gonna do with that? Cancel it. It <laughs> is way overdue. <laughs> it's way Simpsons overdue. Simpsons hasn't been good for like ten years. It's you know, the only time I ever watched Simpsons is when I'm going through Hulu and I've watched everything and I just want to burn twenty minutes. Yeah. Simpsons. And then you only watch like ten minutes and you're yeah. like, no. This is boring. Let me yeah. find something else. <laughs> I just discovered I missed all of season eight and Bob's burgers, so I'll start using that as what? my fellow one. I never really watched Bob's burgers. It's not uh, bad. It's, it's got good. moments. Yeah. Um no, so so do you think that they're just gonna call it quits? Do you think No, they'll kill they'll, they'll continue it on. Yeah. If there if there is a substantial audience for, they're not gonna change it. It's got enough to keep it yeah. going, because what is it like? It's almost thirtieth season or something? Yeah, it's the longest running TV show. It's yeah. Yeah. ridiculous. Now Disney yeah. owns the longest running TV show ever. I wonder if they're gonna hold on to it, reboot it, what they would do with it, or just let it oh, die. They're gonna hold on to it so that they can keep the title of "We Have the Longest Running yeah. TV sh- So TV Show Series in the Industry." Family Guy. Yeah, that one's still popular. That, yeah, that yeah. one will keep going. Yeah. I think a lot of those will keep going, just like always. Um, the question I would have is, with a contract that's labeled, do they still have to specify that it's a Fox title or is it now a Disney title? Yeah. X Files. Do they now have X Files? I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Bring back. I, I, I know it's on Fox, but is it produced by Fox? Because that that actually that's the Gotham situation. Yeah. It's aired on Fox, but from what I discovered, is Gotham is actually a Netflix deal, and Gotham just has the broadcasting rights to it. So huh. no, guys, Disney does not own Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, give, yeah, definitely give me X-Files back, man. But, like, I mean, Disney, come on, let's put some money behind it. Like, you know, you know what, give me an X-Files and a, uh, what was that more modern version? Name started with an F. Um, fringe! Yeah. Bring back Fringe! Give me an X-Files and Fringe crossover. Oh. Dude, that'd be amazing. The Fringe so Files. Fringe was amazing. Yeah, the Fringe Files. Fringe was amazing. <laughs> it was a great modern version of X-Files, but a little, a little bit more exotic yeah. in terms of some of the things it dealt with. But, yeah, no, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Put some money behind that, bring it back. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're producing that. I'm pretty sure Fox owns that, which means now Disney owns X-Files. Mm-hmm. Um, Avatar, that's another one. Which the is movie? weird, because Disney already worked out getting the theme park. No, not Airbender, the actual blue people. Uh, oh, I don't care about that. If it was Airbender. Well, they already had it in the theme bring park. Bring it back. So Disney, Disney's going to torpedo it, because they're going to be like, we're not like we're going to suppress every movie we own that, is, that makes more money than Avengers. So, we're... <laughs> I don't see. I see them being like because yeah, no. like two is like what twenty twenty three is like twenty twenty four. Yeah, like, I feel like the dates in place are like when James Cameron decides he wants to do something. Yeah, right? no, those, those those movies aren't going. Let me tell you something. Man. A rising tide lifts all ships. Like every movie that does well for Disney increases Disney's stock value. So they're yeah. not they're not getting rid of Avatar. Uh, no, I, I think 
honestly, uh, t truth to tell, I think aside from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you will not really notice a change in anything else. No. Ownership changes, yeah. but everything stays the same. I, it'll it'll show up at this. It'll probably they might shift time slots depending on, but you know time slots shift all the time for shows. But I think in yeah. terms of like the quality of show you see, the people who are in it, outside of maybe a handful of cancellations, I think it'll everything will pretty much stay the same. Yeah, because a yeah. lot of it they'll just go. Well, this is successful. We just own it now. Yeah. Like keep keep making it successful. We'll take credit for it, or they yeah, just won't like, care enough about it. To, I mean, if it's if it's like, got like a small audience and it doesn't really cost that much to make, they'll just let it go because it, I mean they got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Okay, um, we're gonna we're gonna move away from this topic. I have a follow up topic that would be if anybody's been watching the R and B for the last year that we've been doing this. We used to do a thing called the B rolls where Rob and I would BS. Oh yeah. I have a secondary topic that I want to hear Rob's opinions on that we just found out about. You guys know what it is? What? I might know, but I But forgot. before we get to that, I just want to let you guys know <laughs> that this show is brought to you by our Twitch subs over at twitch.tv slash eligiblemonster, where we stream this show every Thursday. One or two episodes are filmed at a time, but you can also get early access to the RNBE by going over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash comicstorian. Over there, you'll get five different podcasts earlier than they're aired on our various channels, and you get early access to our videos every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or the schedule's posted up there. We finally solidified something. Either way, please check out both of those. And if you want to check out our community, go to our Discord. The link to that will be down below. I cannot memorize numbers and letters. <laughs> the <laughs> number of E's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> R and B E. Numbers and letters, what do they mean? <laughs> so, so, okay. And if you, if you don't care about anything else and you just wanted to take off, don't forget to follow Rob over at his channel, Comics Explained, which you officially have the name of, finally. Yes, okay, so four years later, <laughs> I, was, I was just sitting, I just randomly hit up Michelle and I was like, hey, is it possible to get my, my URL changed over to like youtube.com slash comics explained? She's like, yeah, sure. So like, like they put it through <laughs> and they, they sent me an email back. They're like, here's your URL. And they were like, here's, you know, just go in there and change it. And I was like, okay. So then I changed it to Comics Explained and I was like, wow, it only took four years and gets done in like 10 seconds. So, and you know what's funny? You still have fluidic beats. Do I? It still works. It redirects to Comics Explained now. Really? Yeah. Huh. So all of your old links are still valid. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. Because I was kind of curious if I would take like a hit yeah. on views or subs or something no like that. Because no one would know about it? Yeah, nobody would know. So it would be like a weird shift. Well, that's awesome. So, but anyway, yeah. Uh, you can go check out Rob out on Twitter at Comics Explained. Dan is at Dan T. Editor, and I'm at Comic Storian. And make sure you subscribe right here at Comic Storian to get this every Saturday it comes out, or if you're on Twitch, make sure you subscribe so you can watch it whenever you want. And uh, if you're over on Patreon, thank you. And, and if you're just watching this live, thank you for hanging out with us. Yeah. All right. So here's the secondary topic I wanted to go on to, which would have okay. filled into a B-roll. Disney has spoken about Star Wars and what's going to happen. Oh, they're not doing any oh, more solo yeah. films? Yes. Yeah, I saw the news on that. Yeah. <laughs> That, well, the only only shortest one B roll ever. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Well, no, no, because the only one that they were in planning stages for and they're officially canceling is the one we all wanted. Yeah. Oh, we want. Yeah. <laughs> they with Ian McGregor. They yeah. should have started with that one. Yeah, they really should have. I would have. I would have definitely watched them. Um, How do you feel about it overall? Because I mean, we're all Star Wars fans. We've been watching the new trilogy. I like. I mean, I'll, I'll right here. I liked Rogue One. I liked The Force Awakens. Last Jedi, I felt had a few missteps, but I was, I'm was i still on board for the next one. Like yeah. I, They haven't lost me. Yeah. Solo, I didn't think was bad at all. I didn't think it was great, though. Well, it answered questions I didn't have, and it, it was just eat some popcorn, enjoy the movie, and move on. That, that's how I felt Solo was. I didn't have any issues with it, but I didn't find anything exciting. I mean, I, think, I don't think making Solo was a bad movie. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed Solo. 
I think that Disney misjudged what the audience is interested in. Yeah, people mm-hmm. interested I, I never in, wanted to know what the Kessel Run was. That's exactly it. Like I've, I never had an interest in those kind of things. Even even like the story of Obi Wan Kenobi, I'm not really interested in. I care about like the big things. Like I yeah. want to see the rebellion versus the Empire. Like you know, and 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 to me, that actually that's that's kind of what makes the intrigue. Like you you have Luke Skywalker who's like, oh, I used to zap wombat, you know, wombats or swamp rats or whatever it was, and his little ship thing, you know, like all the time back. I feel like you know, Disney would have made a movie about that. Here's well, Luke Skywalker learning how to shoot womp rats or whatever they are. Yeah, womp rats. But what I'm saying is the, the whole point is that they throw these things in, like, yep, we did this before. We throw these things in of like, yep, you know, this is what happened. Like, I think one of the biggest mistakes that was made by by uh, George Lucas was creating episodes one, two, and three. Because what you could do is you could sit down and watch four, five, and six, and your imagination fills in the rest. Yeah. And I think there is such a thing as giving people too much information. I don't think of, one, two, and three was bad. Yeah, because those the, actually, those filled in pretty good gaps, but they left enough open for things like the Clone Wars and for you to guess what's going to happen. But that, that's the thing. Like, I like the idea of not knowing. Like, I like the idea of not knowing about the Clone Wars. Like, I like the idea of Luke Skywalker sitting down with Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Obi-Wan's like, yeah, your dad was a really good pilot, albeit an asshole, and, like, we fought together in the Clone Wars. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. I wonder what the Clone Wars were. But I like letting my imagine ta- yeah. imagination take over and think about the Clone Wars instead of being told exactly what they are. There has to be mystery and intrigue. And so well, I and I feel like Solo ruined that about the Han Solo character. He learned how to shoot first. The Castle Run, what exactly was it? You know, yeah. like that. I, I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you going to say? I was going to say with the prequels, it was also kind of... The good thing, in my opinion, about them was it was a generational thing. Because yeah. uh, Phantom, Phantom Menace, right? Yeah, yeah. Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, or Clone... Saga, something clone related for the second one. That one came out Revenge of the Sith. when I moved to America in 99. Okay. And that was my first exposure to Star Wars. Honestly, I really enjoy the movie. I know a lot of people are going to like hate on me for saying that, but I enjoyed that and that's what got me into the Star Wars movies. Yeah. And I can see it from the aspect of people who saw the original trilogy and then went back and they're like, eh, not so much. But it also just brought on more fans. And I'm sure that the the new trilogy has done the same thing oh, yeah. for a younger a generation. And I feel like that's often what the trilogies are for. It's to give a generation their trilogy of Star Wars. They can go back and watch the other ones to get into it. These side movies are very much just like... It doesn't make you go, oh, like... Because I watched this, I feel the need to watch these. Yeah. Whereas the prequels made you go, oh, I want to watch the sequel trilogy. Oh, I want to watch the next one. Whereas, yeah. the, like, Solo, I'm like, okay, that's Han Solo. Cool. I mean, I liked Rogue like, One, but at the end of the day, you could have not made that, and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't be yeah. missing anything. I mean, that's 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 one of the things that I that also because it's like comic book fans, right? Like, I mean, there are fans who are like, this is cool, I want to read it. And then there's fans that just they can't move into the modern day; they're just stuck in the past. Yeah. So, yeah. With that being, you know, with, with fans being I still love my forward, 90s Wolverine. Yeah. Who wanted yeah. a nose? Yeah. In the, in, the, in the Star Wars universe, it's don't do things that are different because different is weird to me and I don't know how to adapt to change. So, like, that's... Well, that's, that's a different argument, though. Well, I mean, no, no, but, no, but what I'm saying is that that kind of feeds into the whole thing. Because, oh, okay. like, because right. there, there are, those, there are those, those crowds and those communities and things like that. But I think that, that with the world of Star Wars... I think that Disney buying the whole Star Wars thing and canceling out the expanded universe, I think that was a smart idea because it gives them the ability to just do their whole thing. I'm like, you know, I, but, I liked when they did that. I know, yeah. I know it got a lot of flack. Yeah, I don't, I don't but care. But the problem with Star Wars yeah. is I've always been interested in Star Wars. But when the mm-hmm. expanded universe was expanding and Lucas was like, canon, 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 my brother was reading it all. But I wasn't. I was yeah. the guy reading the comic books and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. like when I became like, oh, I really want to know what happened to Chewbacca. How did he die? 
and I would look into it. It's like, there's so much for me to read. I don't have the time. I can't do this. You know, yeah. like, yeah. I want to get involved, but I can't. So when Disney canceled everything, I was kind of happy because I was like, oh, I have a fresh start. I can, I can be more into Star Wars than I've ever been before because I don't have to worry about... 50 books. <laughs> yeah. But that's 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 where you kind of get the, the split hairs is because then you have the older fans who are just like, no, but I love those books. And, right. you know, I don't like having to, you know, doing you know, different, you know, and, and you get all that kind of stuff. So, no, I mean, I, I understand, like, I get all the different parts of the community and, and I get all that. Um, but I think that when it comes to the Star Wars franchise, I think that less is more. And I, I think agree that, with that. I think that creating mystery and creating intrigue is what makes things so cool. The fact that you didn't know anything about Han Solo's life. Yeah. And you didn't know anything about how he and Chewbacca met allowed you to fill in the imagination. Now, even the expanded universe told you that, but it's like, but I don't want to know that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I don't want the, the answer to that The question. difference between a movie and a book, the book can be ignored very easily. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't have to look into it. But the movie, the movies are different. Like, if you're a Star Wars fan, you have to watch the movies. The movies are at least what your canon and your lore are going to be. Now, if you chose not to go read the book about how Han Solo met Chewbacca, you can leave your mystery to guessing what's going on. Yeah. But if you're a Star Wars fan who wants to keep up the date on the movies, you got to go watch the movies. Now I know everything about Solo. And the difference is, more people will watch that movie than they will read the book. So oh, yeah. even if I don't go see Solo, people are going to tell me what happened in Solo. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. the new origin of Han Solo. That's what I mean. Which is, which is fun. I mean, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm okay with that. I, just, I think that having Han Solo be mysterious because his lack of backstory added to the intrigue of the character. Yeah, I was like, damn, like, like, who is They answered way too many questions that I didn't have. He was that mysterious. was his thing. Exactly. Was, What's the Kessel Run? Why does his blaster matter? And that, one, that one really boggled my mind. Because at no point did I ever go, Han Solo's blaster. That's cool. Wonder where he got it. I didn't know yeah. it was different from a normal one. And neither did yeah. I. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are, that's, that's kind of the funny thing is, Honestly, if, if I were if I were Disney, I would focus on the main movies themselves, and I would I would release like <laughs> instead of doing movies like Solo, I would just release those in comic book form or book form. Well, no, they are. Like they're only focusing on the main trilogies now. Yeah. That's what they're focusing on. They're not saying they're done with the sign because what they're saying is part of the reason is this: they're going. Rogue One did well. They wanted to do the side stories, but there is something wrong inherently with their studio. So the article that I read basically stated that all of the production issues with Solo. Then leading to it only pulling down three hundred fifty million or billion dollars, whatever million billion. Three hundred fifty billion dollars, highest grossing movie yeah, in yeah, history. Yeah, million. We'll go, we'll go with yeah. million for this one. Three hundred times. Three hundred fifty uh, trillion. Yeah, yeah. But Disney doesn't like it. Didn't make enough money. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we could have done better. We, we could have done one bajillion dollars in the box office. Um, but it's, from what I read in the article, it was it was the production issues that led Disney to go. Maybe we're cranking these out too quickly because mm -hmm. all of these issues led to Solo eventually getting underperforming like crazy. And now, yeah. be it that fans don't want to watch it, be it we're oversaturating our own market, be it the movie just had so much bad press because of everything that went wrong. We need to fix our Star Wars problem. And I understand where they're coming from too, because the the comic book reading like they couldn't really take the whole Solo concept and throw it into a comic as much as I think it would work. It really wouldn't because you're talking about such a small demographic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they can't say like one of my favorite lines. I just do you go with that. One of my favorite lines at Denver Comic Con when we were there. I was in one of the panels. I think it was uh, it was Steve Orlando or, or Charles. Sol it was somebody really big in the industry, and he said that they get away with doing a lot more crazy stuff in comics because it's such a small uh, yeah. audience. Yeah. So the amount of people who actually will buy comics and read this stuff. Is very small, so the movie industry doesn't care what they're doing. Yeah. So that's why they can get away with doing kind of whatever they really want to do in a comic book. And I was like, mm -hmm. that makes a lot of sense because you can try really risky stuff because you're pissing off twenty thousand people. Yeah. At yeah. max two hundred. Uh, yeah. At best. Yeah. yeah. And that's and that's it. 
and then they'll come back and read the next one for no other reason to complain. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I get that. It's just, you know, to me, if, if I were Disney and I were wanting to make movies like Solo, I would make them as intermittent films. I, I would kind of do what they're doing now, but you also kind of have to guess and check. I mean, really, there's no way to know what the audience will like until you expose the audience to it. Yeah. And they took that risk with Solo. I wouldn't give up. Like, I wouldn't give up so easily. I mean, there's, you know, there, there'll always be naysayers. I mean, it's, it's Disney. You know? Yeah. Naysayers don't really matter. And so, like, I would yeah, always... Disney really doesn't give a crap. Yeah, it really doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah Disney, I mean, I, nobody cares. So, like, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't really worry about the naysayers so much. Like, I would definitely go through, like, Solo didn't necessarily work out. Okay. But if everybody quit on the first sign of, of, of a lack of success, nothing would ever get done. Yeah. So, so like I would. You have from, to fail to know what you did wrong, so you can make everything better. Yeah, like yeah. I would go through. I would show the story of Princess Leia. Like, well, you know, I mean, I don't really know if you could do it I, now. If, because, in my opinion, I wouldn't do any old stories anymore. I mean, if I, you're going to tell side stories, I would introduce a new character in the new trilogy or a new concept and go over there. Yeah, I'm just talking about with the current theme. They're looking, they're, they're talking about okay, like with established yeah. characters. Yeah, yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi, you know, Han Solo, that kind of thing. No, I agree with that idea. Or at least make movies that are filler movies. They they, they do kind of fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. Like here's what was going on at the time. I mean, like I could you could you could make a series of movies based just around the events of like Rogue One and episode and uh, episode four. Because you've got Rogue One that runs into Episode Four, and it's like, okay, so like, what else was going on besides what Luke Skywalker was doing? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like. Well, I mean, that was the whole point of Rogue One, though. Not everything's a Skywalker story. Here's other things that have been happening that in the is, universe. The Rogue One idea, I did like. Um, I did like what they did. Still, the problem I feel with the side stories is you don't need to watch Rogue One. You don't need to care about Rogue One. That's the problem with it. I feel these that these side stories need to be important. I don't, I, don't do think they, I don't think they really need to if be If they important. want them to be do well, is what I'm saying. If you don't want them to do 350,000. Uh, 50, now we're going really low. Yes. yes. <laughs> 350 grand, the biggest box office flop of all time <laughs> from Disney Studios. I went from the largest sale ever <laughs> yeah. to the lowest flop. But <sighs> what I'm saying is, if you don't want these to be a solo box office disaster, you want the, you need people, you need me to look at it. You Because when we were talking about going to see Solo, you didn't want to go see it originally because you were like, doesn't look interesting and it's not important. Don't yeah, don't well, it's not that it wasn't important, it's just I never really cared about solo. Well, that's but saying, that's but, just me. But if they were to say, let's do this. What if they were to next side story were to be the story of the Jedi after Luke separated off and maybe raised parents? That would be a story that would be kind of important, could be interesting, but not needed. But if you watch it, you're like, well, now I'm filling in gaps that matter to what I'm watching. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like I would, I mean, if I were Disney, I would tell stories of like the Star Wars universe. Like I would do like the great hyperspace war. The Jedi versus the Sith. Well, yeah, like, that, I mean, that's would, also why have yeah. they why have they not done I would, the I would wars and things that you know? Why have they not done the clickbait shit? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, they Jedi made it really, versus the Sith. That yeah. is the movie. Learn <laughs> from YouTube. Clickbait sells. Yeah, Origin of the Sith, a Star Wars story. <laughs> yeah, I watch the hell out of that. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Origin of the Jedi. Star Wars. Whether like, I mean, or not you agree or disagree or hate the fact that they've given this origin, yeah. wouldn't even matter. It would be one of the biggest bo- uh, biggest blockbusters ever in a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would, you would 100% divide the fan base because you'd be like, oh, I don't like that origin. Oh, I like the Legends origin better. Or I like this better. Yeah. But it would be a success. I can tell you that right oh, now. Yeah. It yeah, gives if, people if a reason to talk about it, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if it's arguments between some people, people are having the arguments. That's what I mean. Yeah. Because yeah. they you, want to see the movie and pe- people go, oh, they're arguing about this. I should go see what why they're arguing yeah. and yeah. go and see the movie. Well, it also and, gives you substance, too, because you, know, you end up... You, you end up Turning people on to aspects of the Star Wars universe they wouldn't normally be interested in. Yeah. Like people are like the Sith are cool because they have red lightsabers and they're evil. 
But then it's just like, actually, they were Jedi once, and they broke off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they traveled to Corbin, and they, you know, basically got with the Sith race, and then eventually became Sith themselves, came back, and kicked off the great hyperspace war. Like, there's all those cool things that, that, that go on there. I mean, you're, you're, like, you could, you could do origin, you could do stories like the Mandalorians, you could do Knights of the Old Republic. I mean, there's oh. a lot of cool stuff that you could do there. But if you want to keep it in the modern day, which I feel Dude, like Mandalorians, Boba Fett has made that one look oh, yeah. so freaking famous. Oh, it's iconic. Oh. Yeah, you, don't you, give you me a Boba Fett story. Tell me about the Mandalorian War. Yeah, no, and yeah. the tribes and all that other stuff. Dude, you show picture. You show people a picture of Boba Fett, even if they don't know his name. They're like, yeah, that's the guy from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. like everybody, everybody knows who he is. Like, it's, well, it, one know. of the best things I liked about Star Wars Rebels. For the, I, for the, I like the overall arc of Star Wars Rebels. I hated all the filler episodes because it was definitely a kids show. And I'd be sitting there going, why am I watching an episode about Chopper? I don't want to watch an episode about Chopper. But one of the coolest things that drew me in to even want to check it out was uh, Sabin's helmet. Or Sabin's helmet. It's, it's S-A-B-I-N. Anyway, she's yeah. a Mandalorian. And her helmet looked very close to Boba Fett, but it had its own spin on it. And I was like, so I wonder what the show's doing, because that looks interesting. And I yeah. checked it out because of that. Yeah. You know? But that's but that's the thing. I mean, that's 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 your take. Like yeah. there are there are other people who are like, don't really care about the Sith. No, you're right. And yeah. they yeah, they wouldn't go see an origin movie or people who are just like, I really don't care about it. Like, I just want to see the I just want to see what's going on right now. I mean, there's 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 that, that part of the community there. I think for Disney, it's striking a balance. I mean, honestly, I would continue this story to its logical conclusion. Run up to episode nine, done. And then, like, you take a break. You say, like, there will be cool a future after it. this. Yeah, cool yeah. off on it. And then just tell backstories. Just say, like, here's how we get to all this stuff. Here's all these things that take place, significant moments. And they could even, like, they could, they could title them in the same way that you title comics. You can say, like, Tales of the Jedi. And then you've got a movie, like, Tales of the Jedi, this person. Tales of the Jedi, that person. Tales of the Sith, you know, the golden age of the Sith, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're basically, they're, they're movie adaptations of stories that were basically written by Dark Horse that are designed to, uh, to fill in the, to, to expand on the, on the st- existing Star Wars roster and kind of beef things up a little bit. Yeah. So then you can, people can go forward and say, like, this is, this is really cool. And you use it as a litmus test. But again, you're not going to hit it every single time. There was oh, well, no I, way to know that Solo wouldn't succeed until it came out and yeah, then it didn't yeah. succeed. So you got to fail so you know when to succeed. Exactly. Based on what you were just saying, all your, all your ideas were Jedi and Sith based. I think the biggest problem, in my opinion, that has happened with Star Wars itself is when Disney took it, they wanted to expand the universe and make you care about Star Wars as a universe. Neglecting the fact that some of the most popular elements were Skywalker, Jedi, Sith, these mysterious elements. Yeah. I've never cared about the rebels or the smugglers. Yeah. The smugglers are cool. I like the concept, but I don't want to watch them do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's one issue that I've noticed with Star Wars because they had that game, Galaxy of Heroes, based on the Disney version of the universe. And they have this tendency to be like, here's Kylo Ren to use on your team. Here's Rebel Medic, Rebel Pilot. And I'm like, I don't care about them. <laughs> Rebel Pilot. They, yeah. they, you can legit get Rebel Pilot, Rebel yeah. Imperial Commandeer. And I'm like, I don't care about them. I don't care about the Star Wars universe yeah, you know on what, that level. You know what, you say that until you play Star Wars tabletop with a with a guy named Ross and he beats your ass with uh, with Lando Calrissian and Bespin. No, no, and that's cool so and just... I like that stuff <laughs> but I never cared enough to look up Star yeah. Wars, Smuggler. You're How do they function? What do right. they do? Oh, do you remember the great Smuggler War? Like, no. Like, that's what I mean. Like, what I've noticed that Star Wars has tried to do and Disney has tried to do with the property is they're trying to make you care about Star Wars as a whole. Kind of like they've done with the Marvel Universe. They've come out to the point where they can be Ant-Man and you're like, watching Ant-Man. Yeah. Never thought I'd say that, but I'm watching Ant-Man. Yeah, when's he going to backhand Janet? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like they're trying to do that with Star Wars, but you can't go, 
you know, rebel pilot, smuggler, and engineer yeah. hears their story. Because I'm like, yeah. I didn't want their story. Which one of them has a lightsaber? Well, but see, but see <laughs> that's all. If you, if there's not a lightsaber, I'm not as interested. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but see, you don't know that though. Like, like, I mean. Well, they tried, and I don't think it worked. So. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying though. Like, you don't know what you like until you see it. Yeah. Because it may be that you're just like that. That sounds stupid. And then, like, the more you get into it, you're more like that. Actually, sounds badass. Like, but I, I, Solo I really came out, and we're all like. And the words of Rob, it was a movie that came out. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was a movie that came out. But we didn't know how people were going to respond. We didn't know if it was going to be a good movie until it came out. And then once it no, I agree. Came out, I, yeah. I, my opinion, at Disney's like, okay, that's not working. Yeah, let's get some Jedi and Sith but, shit out here. Yeah, see, see, to me, that's a smart move. Like, like take Solo off the table and say, okay, like, like Solo happened. It's a movie that's there. It's in continuity. Whatever. All right, let's focus on Episode Nine. Yeah. After Episode Nine or whichever one's coming out next, you know, then then you go back again. And that's the thing, you you. You're, you're talking about block. These aren't comics that are released bi bi weekly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If it was a comic released bi weekly, you give it six weeks. If it doesn't work, cancel it. Or, or switch writers, whatever it is that you want to do. Marvel just cancels everything because Marvel. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, let's no. not try a new writer. Oh, let's try a new writer, but under a new name. Yeah. But you're you're talking you're talking about movies that are released every couple of years that cost in the hundreds of millions of dollars. It's a gamble. It's a risk, and it's yeah. it's and it makes sense. I mean, like if, if I told you, for example, that they were going to come out with a movie. Um, that, that dealt with Princess Leia between the time of episode six and episode seven. And you learned, like you basically learned by watching the movie that Princess Leia, you know, like this is, this is how it is she learned that she could tap into the force. When like she had the, the vision of- But you of, brought the force back in. Yeah, but- Which I'm is saying, interesting. Yeah, but like she had, she had, the, she had the, a vision of the force with like, you know, uh, Darth Maul, like she did in Shattered Empire by Greg yeah. Rucka. You know, and you learned like, oh my God, Leia could actually be a Jedi. Like she could have been one if she wanted to, and she just kind of turned away from it. Until it became convenient to the plot, <laughs> then I'm, like then then that would be cool. But if I told you it's a story about Princess Leia and it shows her on the Galactic Senate, you wouldn't give a shit. No, nope. it just tells how the, it just depends That's on how the story is written. Parts about the first trilogy. It is, it is the most boring <laughs> thing. Yeah, like well now we will call Misa Data, Misa Senator. Yeah, me Jar Jar Binks, and I'm actually a Sith Lord. I'm actually a Sith Lord. Yeah. All right, let's end the discussion there because we're running a little bit longer than usual. This yeah. B-roll turned into it's like it could have been its own episode at this point. It could yeah. have. Yeah. I'm just gonna end it on this point. I love Star Wars. But if you look at the statues I have here, I have three Jedi, no, one Jedi, two Sith, and one regular person who was the star of a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That tells yeah. you right there what I find interesting. Gary's looking over at the statues like, wait, who do we have? Mm. <laughs> it's Rey, Kylo Ren, Jin, and Darth Vader. And I don't have Luke Skywalker yet because I'm waiting for old grizzled Darth Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I, I want that one. Yeah, dude, I like that version. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a huge fan of Star Wars, but I'm, I'm of the opinion that, you know, People will say Solo sucks, they shouldn't have made it, but like, if the movie had been done differently and it was it was amazing, like they'd be saying something different. There's nobody to know until the movie comes yeah. out. So mm -hmm. Now I agree with you on that. So we are gonna wrap up today's RMBE, guys. We are not gonna do a second one, but we are gonna hang around and chat with you guys for like 15, 20 minutes to kind of fill out our usual stream time right now and go over what's happening with the stream and stuff like that. We'll answer your questions about Star Wars, about, about uh, comic books, whatever you wanna talk about. And what I'm referencing, guys, is the Twitch people. So if you wanna watch this streamed live, come on over to twitch.tv slash eligiblemonster. We stream every Sunday, Monday, and Thursday various podcasts followed up by a lot of gaming with me and Dan which actually is going to be if you're watching this on Saturday Sunday the day after Dan and I are going to be doing comic story weekly and then we're going to be playing Deadpool so just kind of throwing that out there as to what's happening this week yeah. just so everyone knows it but if you want to talk or talk more to Rob sentence hard <laughs> public speaking professional job I <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Uh, go check him out at Comics Explained on his YouTube channel and on YouTube, on Twitter. You can find Dan at Dan T Editor on Twitter. And he's also on our gaming channel, Eligible Monster, having various discussions about some of your favorite games over there. And me, wherever you're watching this, you probably know who I am, but I'm Comic Historian. You can find me right here on the Twitch. You can find me over on the Comic Historian YouTube channel. You can find me on the Facebook, the Instagrams, the, the Twitters, all that. Go on, all fun jazz. All yeah. fun jazz. All right, guys. And anybody who subbed, we will be thanking you in a moment. Thank you, everyone, for watching this and listening, and we will see you next week right here at the RBE.